Hello, this is Maurice Harker. I'm glad you've taken the time to listen to this podcast. What you're about to listen to is a set of principles that come from the discoveries I've made as a therapist working with married people and people fighting for self-mastery. And so please enjoy what you're listening to. And then when you want more advanced training, look us up at Life Changing Services, especially if you're a married person, check out the Marriage Repair Workshop and the Lazarus Lectures. Enjoy what you listen to. Today, I want to tiptoe into what you might be doing that needs to be adjusted for the protection of the family. Now, I'm scared, nervous, worried about putting this on the table because it could be seen as one more version of invalidating women. And so I'm trying to walk the tightrope between how do I validate feelings and trauma and experience at the same time address something that matters. Now, I have a teaching tool that also walks the edge of manipulation. I want you to know that I'm walking the edge of manipulation and I'm going to try to maintain professional integrity as I use this tool. Um, but I'm going to use the relationship between a mother and her children as a reference point. Mothers, when you have a child who is hurt by another child, when your daughter has experienced your son throwing a car or truck and hitting her in the head, we have proof that she has been hurt. She's legitimately hurt. She's experiencing a great deal of pain. And you as a mother will validate that pain. You don't want to tell her, sweetie, uh, you shouldn't be feeling pain right now. You don't say, um, oh, just get over it. But you also don't say, now you have a right to hit back. Okay, you have been hurt by somebody else. Now you should hurt them back. Okay, you never teach that. You never teach that significant pain gives you permission to hurt back. All right, now... I must confess my limited psychological skills. There's something uh, magical, amazing, phenomenal about a conversation a mother has with her daughter when she tries to help her heal from being hurt by others without having to hit back. It's some version of comforting. It's some version of soothing. I know, I know you've been hurt. I know that you are bleeding. I know that you're scared. I know that you're having these feelings. So can't I just throw a truck at him? Can't I just hit him back? I don't think any of you would ever teach to hit back. And so ladies, this is not for the men. I just want to make sure we're clear on that. This, uh, this attempt at doing my job correctly, although I'm scared to death to do it right, uh, my attempts to fulfill my stewardship is um, there is no dignity, there is no goodness in hitting back. Um, what does that mean from a woman's world? Some of you know your skills with your tongue. Some of you know how to turn your tongue into a razor blade or a stiletto or a sledgehammer. 
yes, I'm going to teach the men to be prepared for the sledgehammer, all right? But that doesn't mean that the, there's, a, a, there's a right to be cruel just because someone hurts you, okay? Now, please, I'm so sorry and I apologize because this can be a very triggering conversation. The goal here is to help you transpose your legitimate emotions into dignified and high character responses. I know I'm talking about something that's pretty much impossible. I already know that. And so I don't, I don't actually know how to do it. I know how to teach it, but when you're in like that level of pain, when you are a cornered cat, when you are experiencing drowning woman syndrome, this is one of those conversations that must have be what it felt like when Christ said, be therefore perfect, even though I know you can't do it. All I know is it's my responsibility to teach a correct principle and then for all of us to work at getting to that point. There have been some very important books and literature and philosophy that have come out in the last five to 10 years on betrayal trauma. And as the pendulum has swung to um, validating and giving it credibility, like you've been traumatized, you've been hurt, you have real experiences, this is real feelings. I fear that the pendulum swings too far in some settings where they say, you have been hurt, therefore, if you hurt back, it's okay. I don't know that that's ever been said or written into the literature, but it's been implied. It's been implied that if you feel pain, you have a right to hit back. Because it's something you would never teach your children, it's something you cannot do for yourself. Now, if I put my feet deep into your shoes and I feel the empathy that you would be experienced, or that if, if I were in your experience, the anger, the suffocation, the drowning, the, ah, you know, that, um, I just, I don't know how to not feel like busting out claws and scratching your way out of the chains of psychological oppression that many of you have been through. So um, I've had enough interviews to know what the flavor of that is like. I have never been there, so I can't say I fully understand the sensation. But it's my understanding that it's uh, often better to withdraw to a safe place than it is to claw and to rip at what's come at you. Now, the God that I've met is very comforting. You know, if you watch your daughter, if your son throws a truck at her and hits her in the head and she lashes out, it's not really a pattern to like be severe and disciplinary with your daughter. Like I'm going to punish you severely because you lashed out at your brother after he hit you in the head with a truck. Um, there's usually a comforting divine experience there. And so I, ex I expect the men, dude, you threw a truck at her. Like if I'm just one-on-one -on -one with the husband, you threw a truck at her, you hit her in the head, she raked her fingers across your face. Dude, you totally deserve that. Like you totally like deserve to be hurt like that. Does she have a right to do that? I, well, that's not relevant to you, young man. You hit her with a truck. She had an animal response to it. Sorry, bro, don't hit with trucks. So it's not like I'm gonna say, Okay, you sit here while I sit here in timeout and, you know, swatter with a switch 
and you get to watch me punish her? No, 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 no. That's not how it works. Now, I'm a pushover dad. So if my son hits my daughter with a truck and she claws his face for trying to survive, I'm going to take her into the bedroom and say, this is where I'm supposed to be all sorts of rebuking and mean with you, but uh, come here, let me hug you instead. Okay, yeah, good, nice, solid fathering there, trying to teach good behavior, but I'm, my assumption is God is a little bit that way too. So ladies, you're not in trouble for fighting back. I, I, I don't imagine God's going to rebuke you. And I, I'm trying to have this message to not be a rebuke either. But, but I've had enough conversations with women to know if, you, if you're caught on film, if your children watch you, uh, when you lose your dignity, even if it's justifiable, even if like, I have a right to lose my dignity. I have a right to fight back. Yeah, well, okay, fine. But it's still awkward for your character development. It's still not the way you want to be. And really, let me just add a little supplemental piece to this. As I was um, learning to be a therapist, there was a piece of information one of my graduate school teachers gave me that I found a value. If I want to kill one of my clients, if I have this instinct that I just want to claw their eyes out or strangle them, that tells me something about them and how I probably shouldn't be in a relationship with them. If you have an animal instinct to lash out at the person that's in front of you, um, probably not a healthy relationship in its current form. So let that be symbolic, a little signal. If you want to kill them, it's currently not a healthy relationship. Just a little clue, okay? Just a little hint there you might want to put in your journal. I hope that you feel comforted and loved more than rebuked. I just don't want you to have the regret experience that even if he deserves it, doesn't mean you deserve to be pulled out of your classy, dignified, adorable identity. Hello, you've just finished listening to one of our episodes of Memoirs of an LDS Therapist. It's important to me that you have a chance to get more and more of these principles. We kept this brief because you probably have a busy life, but there's so much more. So please listen to the rest of these episodes and look for ways to apply them to your life. And ready f when you're ready for some deep and complex training, please look us up at lifechangingservices.org, specifically the marriage repair workshops and the Lazarus lectures. I look forward to seeing you in those more advanced trainings.